Hi, I'm Marty. Welcome to Light in My Eye Scripture Podcast. It only takes a few minutes to spend time in Scripture and feel and be the better for it. Come be refreshed by the Word. Hello, welcome to the podcast. So, we've been talking about things being hard, even when we listen to the prophet and to personal revelation. And I hope you understand that I don't mean that as a downer. It's like when I was first looking at homeschooling my kids, and one mom told me it took four years of homeschooling before she felt like it was going well and that she even liked doing it. Now, that could seem like a really negative thing to say, but to me, it actually wasn't because it took so much pressure off. It gave me a realistic expectation that things weren't going to be perfect. So it actually was one of the most encouraging things that I heard. And that's really all I'm going for. I personally struggle with feeling discouraged and even kind of surprised when I strive to do what's right and life still turns out to be hard. Logically, I can be like, of course hard things will still happen. But deep down inside, I still have this expectation and belief that obedience makes everything all better. So I'll clarify Is it better to live a life with God than without him? Yes. Can I make my life harder by disobeying his commandments? Absolutely. But is obedience like a magic wand that takes all the trial out of life? Nope. So that's what I'm working on for myself. And hopefully it is a helpful exercise to you too. So I'm looking today at Psalm 23. That's a huge favorite and one that we typically seek out when we need encouragement and comfort, or in other words, when we are facing something that is hard. It starts out with, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So, the Lord is my shepherd. What does a shepherd do? He guides the flock to food and water. He brings them to places of safety. He drives out beasts that would maul and destroy. And what does it mean, I shall not want? Want is another word for lack. Just as God led the children of Israel through the wilderness and provided needed food and water, Jesus is our shepherd. He's also the bread of life and the source of living water. So perhaps that is what verse 2 is referring to. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Eventually, like after we die, God will bring us to a place where we will suffer no more. But here in this life, while we continue to face difficulty, Christ nourishes us spiritually and gives us peace. Verse 3, He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. I love that phrase, restoreth my soul. Doesn't life just sometimes make you feel all dried up and worn down? But time with God makes me feel like myself again. And as for the rest of the verse, righteousness is actually one of Christ's titles or names. 
So let's capitalize the R in paths of righteousness. So what would Christ's path be? Well, to come to earth, to serve and to suffer, and to do our part to bring others back to the Father. Certainly our calling won't be anything like Christ's in scope, but in taking his name upon us, we're trying to follow in his footsteps. So the paths of righteousness won't be easy. He was a man acquainted with sorrow and with grief, right? And so that'll just be part of the deal when we're following him and trying to be like him. Verse 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I would make one little change while we're studying this right now. Instead of saying, though I walk, let's read it while I walk. Because we will have valleys as dark as death. There's no if. The path of righteousness doesn't skirt around that. So again, it's hard, but he's walking with us. His presence helps us. And his rod, the word of God, brings us comfort. Verse 5, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. This was the verse that really made me realize that Psalm 23 isn't about God getting us out of all difficulty and trouble, but about sustaining, helping, and loving us during and in between all trouble. Preparing that table in the presence of our enemies isn't some kind of neener, neener, you're not invited, thumb your nose at your enemies kind of a thing. I think it's saying, look, enemies in the form of faults, trials, weaknesses, etc. are ever present. But so is the abundance of God. You don't have to cross some kind of finish line to partake of Christ's abundance. And that is backed up with the next images of thou anointest my head with oil and my cup runneth over. Those images are representative of God's great blessings to us. Those blessings do not represent the end of trouble. They're happening in the presence of trouble. Verse 6, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. See, I think that somehow I thought goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life meant having less trouble. I think what it actually means is, like it says in verse 5, Tasting of God's goodness and basking in his mercy through any and all of our troubles. I believe in an eternal reward, but I want today to be part of forever. I want to be in the house of the Lord right now. So what does that mean? I think it means being part of the household of faith and the faithful are tried. Obeying doesn't mean problems go away. It just means that I'm walking more closely beside my shepherd. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you've enjoyed these few moments thinking about scripture. To find the text for the verses we've discussed today, you can follow Light in My Eye Scripture Podcast on Instagram. Have a wonderful day and may God's light shine in your eyes today.